Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Jesus brings peace, not as the world gives. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Uh, there is no such thing as an ethnic church. There's no such thing as a German church. There's no such thing as a Norwegian church. There is no such thing as a Nigerian church or a Samoan church. There is no black church and there is no white church. There is no such thing as an ethnic church. The lines that have been drawn by society, the lines that have been drawn by history and geography and ourselves simply do not exist, especially in the church. If you examine the liturgy and the hymns that the church sings and prays, you will find that they come from all across the world and all throughout time. So it's not as if we are borrowing these songs from other cultures. It all belongs to you, the church, the one holy Catholic apostolic church of Jesus Christ. And there is no room for ethnic or racial division in the church. For those lines have been taken down by the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Christ, and there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, that is what is real. The things that they are selling you out there are made up. You are baptized into this one faith, and you eat one holy food, and you breathe one life with one spirit. And this, this is something that is not readily apparent to us, is it? And this was the first big issue that they had to figure out in the early church. Are they allowed to segregate by ethnicity? Is there a sort of ranking system to the world? Were Jews allowed to fraternize with Gentiles? What about men and women? What about slaves and free people? Could they all be part of the same thing? Well, someone names out all the people who were there the very first Pentecost, says, this is insane. They can't do that. They must be drunk. They will say the same thing about you if you believe this stuff too. Your answer, of course, is not that it's too early in the day, but that this is reality. And the world will tell you that it won't work. The world will tell you that this can't work. And all of the different pride movements, be they gay pride or white pride, they will tell you that we cannot get along, and so we need to just build up our own camps and reinforce ourselves and then force others to accept and to love it. But when the Holy Spirit was given to the church on the 50th day of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, 10 days after his ascension into heaven, wind rushed and tongues of fire appeared. And the amazing thing, though, 
is that they all heard the gospel being preached in their own languages. People from all over the world are there. I know you're shocked that there's Parthians and Medes there and people from some parts of Libya. Oh my. It's amazing. Some of these people groups in, in the description of who's there on Pentecost, they, were, they had been extinct and conquered for hundreds of years at that point. But there they are. They're all in Jerusalem, gathered there by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. It's a very different thing than what we tried to do so long ago at Babel. Back when we were building in the, in, in the tower building business, I like, I like tall buildings as much as anyone. The problem with that particular building, though, is that we were working together to try and make ourselves into God's, build a tower up into the heavens so we could sit where God sits, so we could replace him. Because we didn't trust God. So we tried to take over his kingdom and his authority. We built a flood-resistant tower. It's coated in the same thing that the ark was coated in to try and make sure that he would never do that sort of thing ever, ever again. Even though the Lord had given us a promise, a covenant of peace. We were using our common language to work against God. So he gave us the gift of scattered languages. But here, on Pentecost, one of the three feast days of the Hebrew calendar, God himself uh, made this day. This is the harvest festival. And it celebrates the giving of the law. It celebrates God's provision for his people. And he brings us back together as brothers. You, you have no enemies in the church. None. Of course, you can go out and act like you do still. You can hate your neighbors if you want. It will not work out very well for you, though. It'll be awful, and your life will be a living hell. If you choose to go out and hate your neighbors, you will end up firing rockets back and forth every single time, and no one will be happy. So you can go out and think that you're better than them or that they are better than you. Maybe that you're not worth anything. But to do so is to deny the gift of the Holy Spirit that has been given to all of you, to the whole church. All have fallen. All have sinned. All will die. So all are also gifted and spirited, reborn in holy baptism, forgiven of all your sins, and brought to eat at the same table. This, dear friends, is the only solution. This is it. This is the only way to peace. And this is the only way to end all the wars, the big ones out there and the little ones in here. This is the only way to turn swords into plowshares. And only Jesus Christ through the sending of the Holy Spirit, can accomplish any of this. 
and he will. And it starts right here. You, receiving the Holy Spirit, the word of God being preached in your own language, gathering right here around this font with people from near and from far, all of you who have been brought together by the Holy Spirit, who are repenting, being forgiven, you and your children and all who are far off, all whom the Lord will call to himself. This, this is the feast of victory. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Alleluia.